You are listening to the Torah Sparks Podcast, the podcast that finds and ignites sparks of spiritual light and meaning in anything and everything, bringing out lessons and values straight from the Holy Torah. I am your host, Ori Strum. Let's jump right in. And we're back. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Torah Sparks Podcast. Wishing you guten uh, Kvittel, as they say, post-Yom Kippur. Uh, you know, I was thinking post-Yom Kippur, a lot of people after Purim have what's called a hangover from whatever drinks they might have drunk, drank, drank, drunk, whatever you call it. But, um, you know, Yom Kippur is called Yom Kippurim. And perhaps even more importantly, um, if you have a hangover post-Yom Kippur, Yom Kippurim, um, and what I'm referring to as a hangover a hangover of tremendous love, devakos, a hangover of purity, a hangover of whatever you took with you during the holiday of Yom Kippurim, bring that over and have that hangover for as long as you can into this coming year. Um, that's the, the blessing for you. Take that hangover um, and just bring it into the coming year, the hangover of holiness, the hangover of purity. This week's Parsha is Parsha Sazino. Um, it also, Sukkot will be, God willing, Sunday night, Monday and Tuesday. It's very exciting uh, of the, you know, the third of the Shalosh Regalim. Um, if you count from Nisan, right, then it's Pesach Shavuos and Sukkot would be that final, uh, that final Regal. It, it, it's, it's interesting, um, the, you know, talking about, we weren't talking about people convicted of um, speeding, but now that we are. Uh, did you know that the first person ever convicted of speeding was driving a whopping? That's right. You heard me straight. I didn't say it yet. But eight miles per hour. That's right. Eight miles per hour. I mean, that's like crazy if you think about it. According to the Guinness World Records, don't mind all the beeping in the back, According to the Guinness World Records, on January 28, 1896, an English man named Walter Arnold drove his horseless carriage through the village of Paddock Wood, Kent, a place called Kent, I guess. It was at more than four times the speed limit. You know how much that was? It was a reckless eight miles per hour. He was ultimately charged and found guilty on four counts, using a vehicle without a horse on a public road, allowing the vehicle to be operated by fewer than three persons, failing to display name and address on the vehicle, and traveling at a greater rate than two miles per hour. It's hard to imagine that not too long ago, driving eight miles per hour was considered speeding. Today, if someone were to drive eight miles per hour on a regular street, they would get pulled over possibly for driving too slow, just to show you how times have changed. In fact, according to research, driving slower than the surrounding traffic is more likely to cause an accident than speeding. There's there's a lesson in everything, um, and this is not excluded from that. There's a powerful idea here. We see as time moves along, the world is getting faster and faster. What was considered fast and over the speed limit a hundred years ago is considered turtle-like slow today in our modern world. However, in a world that is so focused on futuristic pursuits and how much faster trains, planes, computers, and phones can be, the challenge of our generation from a spiritual perspective is to slow things down and to try and be present. This week's Parsha, 
is composed of a shira, a song. It's called Shiras Ha'azinu, the song of Ha'azinu. Chazal tell us that everything, all of the commandments and all of world history is alluded to in this song. If you think about it, a song by definition requires a certain rhythm, a tempo, the speed at which a piece of music should be played. Listening to someone sing a slow song really fast sounds almost comical. And similarly, listening to someone sing a fast song really slow, it it sounds funny. A song that is not sung along its proper tempo changes the entire vibes and dynamics that the creator of the song had in mind when composing it. Hashem, the composer of the world, created the world with a certain rhythm and tempo that when followed carries a a melodious and harmonious tune. Hashem's tempo is one of calmness and tranquility. With that said, however, much of the world ignores God's tempo and chooses their own, their own faster and quicker, their own way of connecting to the world and benefiting and having their own pleasures and self-gratification. The lack of meaning and happiness that is rampant in our world is a direct result of the human race failing to live along the intended tempo that Hashem created the world to be played in. When our personalistic, fast-paced, ignoring the present, keeping up with the times type of lifestyle is played, the reason why we are often left feeling empty and and filled with despair is because we are singing the song of life but not in its rhythm, not in its proper tempo. The song of Ha'azinu, which is symbolic of the entire Torah as a song, is our, which is our guidebook. It's our sheet music, and it instructs us as to what tempo this song called life should be played. It teaches us to live in the present and value the present. It teaches us to be mindful and do our best in each moment of our lives. It teaches us to slow down and live with a constant awareness about Hashem. And with the help of Hashem, if we slow down and live in the moment and sing our personal songs along the slow-paced and melodious tempo that Hashem has in mind, we will experience the utmost productive, healthy, and spiritually inclined lives. This is the secret, one of the secrets to happiness, and this is you know where it really connects to the holiday of Sukkot, which is Zaman Simchasenu. It's a time to go out of our bias or out of our dearest keva, and we we leave that tempo, that lifestyle of quick pace, and we go into our dearest arai, where it's a time to be one. We go into the embrace of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, like the Arizal, I believe it's the Arizal who says that the three and a half walls, the three walls in a tefach. Um, or sorry, the two walls in Tefach represent a hug, a one-armed, a one-handed hug from Hashem. And when we go into the embrace of Hashem, we slow down. We realize and we come to fruition and we come to this level of understanding and realization of what the true tempo of life is. This is the recipe for Simcha. And this, the holiday of Sukkot is, is the, the best, one of the most opportune times to experience this reality. When we shake our lulav and we hold our esrog and when we go into the Sukkah and when we experience Zaman Simcha Seinu, we realize that, hey, in the embrace of Hashem, this is the song. This is how it goes. And it represents that, that demo, right? You never embrace somebody, give somebody a hug and you're running off to somewhere else that that would ruin the the it would ruin the the moment um 
And so it is with, with Hashem. When we're in His embrace, we, get, we understand this is the temple of life. Let me be present. Let me be focused. Let me realize all the blessings that I have in my life. And let me live by this way that this sheet music says I should live. And live in the proper tempo. Live with the proper rhythm. And Mir Tashem, uh, we should have a beautiful Shabbos, a beautiful Yantif of Sukkis. And uh, thank you very much for tuning in. If you enjoy this, please rate, please uh, leave a review, and don't forget to share it with anybody who you think might enjoy and might gain. Wishing you all the best. <laughs>